Welcome to another second round episode of Taking Five. It's a continuation from our interview earlier this week. We have, as a reminder, or an intro if this is the first time you're listening, in which case, go back and listen to part one. It will make this one even better. But if you don't feel like doing that, this will still be pretty good. We have Steve Robinson, the producer, excuse me, the producer of The Kirk Minahan Show, which is a very, very popular podcast, definitely much popular than mine, and is the reason that I started this one, because I was kind of inspired by just like helping them record it every day and being like, wow, this... I kind of want to do this. Uh, He's great. He's a great interview. Definitely knows his stuff about podcast producing. He teaches me a little bit about it on this episode. It's a good time. And uh, we're going to continue this little format where, you know, we have the first part of the interview and then the second part. And in the second part, I'll do this little intro just so you have a little context as to what you're listening to because my friends wanted me wanted me to do this so that it wouldn't make no sense at all. So thanks, friends. Uh, Always appreciate your and everyone's input. Today's episode is brought to you by Podbean. Now, they're not paying me to do this. No one is paying me to do any ads. Maybe one day they'll pay me to do ads. That would be cool. But for the time being, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna plug some stuff that I like uh, and tell you to go download it because I think I have good taste in some things. Definitely not in like clothes, but other things. Podbean's great. They I, when I was like first uploading this podcast, I was like, how am I gonna get it online? And I googled some services and. Podbean just like was kind of the the best one so I I went with it and it's great it's super easy to do like it's literally like I mean the reason that so many people have podcasts is because there are services like Podbean but it's great they're very user friendly they let you just like upload they let you name it and they let you edit podcasts which is really cool so like I accidentally released one a little bit too early and then I like went back and was able to like schedule when it got posted so if you ever need to like post a few episodes but you're not sure if you're gonna be able to like post them the day of or you want to make sure they get out on time you can schedule them so I could be like hey post this first episode on Monday this next one on Wednesday uh it's great and it's super cheap I think it's like eight bucks a month or something like that for basically unlimited podcasts pod podcasts wow podcasts you can literally post one every day um and this is not this is no format so I'm gonna stop right now because otherwise it's gonna be way too long but go check out Podbean they're great Podbean please Please pay me to advertise for you. I would I would happily do it. You just buy me like a beer or something. Just have someone come buy me a single beer. Just like a like a Bud Light, not even like a nice beer. All right, we got Steve Robinson coming up now, part two of our interview. Um, okay, how are we doing? We still good? Podcast? No. Not on time, like, just how are we, like, how's the podcast going? Like, are you... Good, what, yeah. What do you think? No, do you think I think, I, no, I think it's, I think it's great. good? Yeah, everything's oh fine. Okay, a little, ch- a little midway pod, like, yeah. we're self-checking right yeah. now. I love it. I, love I think it. we're doing good. I think we're asking good questions. I, th- I think we're doing well. I think that... Do you have any feedback from me, Kate? Um, you know, you went on one of your little rants, but <sighs> I think... happen. I think that... We, and I tried to give you the signal. Oh, didn't shit. work. Didn't yeah. work. We have a little hand signals. I'm sitting I'm sitting in the opposite seat. I know. That's why it's. we need to figure out a plan for that. But besides that, I think we're doing great. Great guests. I mean, see, you guys, you guys are in the same role as I was. You're, you're finding out your role in something right. that is evolving. 
That's true. Exactly. I like that. See, this is why I like having Steve on because he just like validates all of my yeah. concerns. No, I mean, again, the only way to learn how to do it is to do it. I'm That's feeling true. validated. Guys. Okay. Anyways, I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten for now. But oh. our guest is a ten out of ten. Okay. Thank you. So, nice cover. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, I was like, oh, I'm t- I'm rating my performance seven out of ten. Um, Are you rating my performance? No, that would be cruel of me to do. That's okay. Exactly so. What I was gonna say. Um, so you went to school in Maine, right? Uh, yes. At uh, Bowdoin. Yes. Oh, nice. I Bowdoin Colby Bates. I just like you could tell me which one you went to. I'm still gonna just guess when I'm wrong. It's like one of those three. Um, it's and you were poly- one of those three. You were a poli sci major. Uh, yes, uh, political philosophy. Oh, political. Oh, that's just like yeah. more God, intense. God, well, they, they don't have get it good. right. <laughs> they don't have political science at Bowdoin because there's an internal disagreement over whether politics can be treated as a science. Whoa. Oh, that's a lot. What do you think? Oh, God. It can't be treated as a science? I think there is such a thing as political science, but I don't think that it's a narrow category. That's See, this is the kind of nerd shit that yeah, right. what, I, le- what I learned, you just you just shut the fuck up about this kind of stuff. You well, just... I was going to say, if you went on, I was actually just freaking out internally, because if you started talking any more than that, I would have not been able to follow yeah, the conversation. I was, I was getting a little nervous. I started sweating a little. I was like, if we're about to start talking major politics stuff, I was like, I'm going to have to bring back all the shit I learned in my American electoral yeah. politics class senior year of high school. Like, And I was not prepared to do that. Right. See, I, I can't even tell you how many times I've been in the middle of some technical setup with your honor remote or something's going on with the studio I don't know what you're doing you're troubleshooting technical aspects computers blah 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 plugging in wires unplugging wires maybe there's an engineer helping you or maybe Josh is helping me and <laughs> I'm just thinking to myself I'm a fucking political philosophy major yeah. what the f- what am I doing oh you've said that like, what, yeah like, what, am, what am I doing here like I, I should be reading books well do I you ever be reading books do you ever like <laughs> think about that seriously and be like is this really what I want to be doing or like do you miss oh yeah all the time all? I mean I think I think everybody has some kind of existential well, dread, sure. right? I have them every day yeah I was gonna say every every night before you go to bed, you're yeah. like, did I where did, did I make the wrong decision? What you know? What am I doing with my life? Yeah. I'm still making the wrong decision. Oh, you're in that phase. You, you have well, you gotta make you gotta to make it. some you gotta make some wrong decisions before Woo. you get on the right track. But stay tuned. I mean, <laughs> generally, one thing I've learned is uh, that your your work is work, politics, whatever it is. It's not who you are. It's something you do. And that's right. that's a paraphrase of I think Barbara Bush talking about politics, but it's really true. And you know, I I got married last year, just spent a month <gasps> in Europe for my honeymoon. So it's like Aww. if you We're a I think bunch. I think if you can if you can keep if you can keep focused on what's actually important in life right. and have some kind of anchor points, then the pro- professional stuff becomes kind of secondary. That's really cool. I actually one of my friends, um, shout out Nick, who went to uh, BC. He was because we, I just like he's one of the people I talk to about my you know daily uh, existential crises and whatnot. And he was saying that he had at BC like a mandatory vocation class or like a um, mindfulness class, something along those lines. And they, yeah, what the fuck? Like one, no, it's really cool. And one of the like main subjects they talked about was the idea of a vocation, which like. Typically yeah, means profession, yeah. job, etc. But that goes back to Max Weber, by the way. The do the German philosopher Max Weber oh. talked about the difference between a job. and He a reads books, everybody. Oh, <laughs> he reads so, books. I figure I can't bring up anything just, like this. With I could, I He's just gonna be, be like, I, I already be, know what you're gonna I say. I could just be a douchebag yeah, nerd. Why could. not? If I if I'm the guest, I'll just nerd out. Guys, in case it. you did not know, Steve reads books. Uh, Steve, how many books have you read this year? I have many leather-bound books. Yes. My office reeks of rich mahogany. My whiskey. Shout out, Ron. Burgundy. Um, how many books have you read this year? Uh, not enough. Never enough. <sighs> yeah, never enough. I don't know. Uh, a few. See, I have the same answer in terms of the first word, not, but the second word is any. Really? Me. 
Yeah, I don't think I've read a book this That's, year. Oh, I read one. I read you know one. You know what? And the, the worst part is I was definitely supposed to read a lot of books. Well, you're in, you have a book assigned. I did not read a single one. If I had books assigned, <laughs> yeah. I would at least spark note them, you know. I never oh, I never absolutely. read I never did I never did summer reading in college. They'd always they'd always send you some novel that's supposed to be huge and well, informative and, like, and it was always garbage. All my friends who had like liberal arts majors and whatnot, they like some of their classes, they would be like, Yeah, I have this one class that like I need to read a book every week. And then I have like three other classes. That oh, it's horrible. The same thing. It's nobody's, like nobody's know doing what, reading. Who is actually we reading four time. books a week? We don't have time. There's a fucking kegger Thursday night. Yeah. And exactly. You want me to read a book? <laughs> I okay. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I have literally done homework like at a party before, like on my phone. Of course. Like yeah. submitting that reading response while I'm like, oh yeah, pong, yeah, yeah, you know, or like that's just on efficiency the way. right there. That's multitasking right? at its right? And honestly, <laughs> I got an A on all of them, so clearly I was doing something right. Wow. That kind of went downhill. But She's that's still up two years left, so it's not a, it's not oh, gonna head of ourselves. I'm sweating <laughs> again. Who? Yeah, I'm Taking sure you're gonna have. Seat. I'm sure you're gonna have so much, so much homework in Florence. Oh, so much. God. It's gonna be my tough. art you're major. No I'm taking metal smithing. Oh god, that's gonna be rough. You're an art major. <laughs> yeah, I'm art photography, so I feel a little. <laughs> it's gonna be tough. I know. It'll be tough in yeah. Florence. Yeah. yeah, my sister. My sister is uh, just graduated uh, USC. Shout out Kira, not Talia aforementioned sister oh other sister. I have two sisters. we're bringing up the second sister second today. sister um but she was uh she was in the film school which is obviously like a really well-known film school but she was like talking to me because she would always be like bragging about her good grades and whatnot and i was like what classes are you taking and she'd be like so i have this one class where like i just have to like make a video and that's like my hey, semester and then hey, the other class hey, where like i have to hey, write scripts and read scripts and hey. it's like i'm taking fucking like diffy cues over hey. here like I, I feel a lot more validated by okay. my b minus you know Wait, i actually you know what actually this is this is gonna lead into an interesting conversation because i actually want to combat that because Ooh. i i personally get shit on for my major all the freaking time yeah. like in terms of classes people are like do you even really go to school blah, yeah blah, blah. i think i think i probably shit on art majors more than i should on any other major yeah for uh sure. jerk okay anyways <laughs> but like no but hey, the issue fair. is it's like everyone's picking their own path you know and everyone has their own challenges and struggles within those paths like some of the shit i have to do for my classes i have literally it has been like 3 a.m i have been in tears working on a project because i'm so because it's like even though people like measure things differently right so like for other majors there's lots of reading there's lots of writing there's lots of like different kind of like more like I guess you could say like academic tasks but when it comes to like creative worlds like there are so many things that we are working on that are actually very difficult and if you take it seriously it will challenge you and so it's like I have been challenged and I have been pushed through my classes obviously have a few flaky ones it is fucking art school like i'll, I'll, I'll confess <laughs> yeah, yeah. that okay i took fucking printmaking oh my God, i was high every class i passed <laughs> with flying colors but what i'm saying is that like people disregard art majors but the thing is like we if anything i feel like we're the boldest because we chose a path no that is very that's true not guaranteed you know like i'm not gonna be well i mean kind of guaranteed like i did just get a job but like for most people it's like hey, that threat congrats. thank you so much you're welcome but like um it's that threat like we have to live with that fear you know like the fear yeah. that we are pursuing this so deeply we are going like we're using our chance of higher education for this and it is pushing us. It's just people are like, fuck you. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you too, bitch. And that's my TED Talk. Thank you. Well, I mean, here, the grumpy, grumpy old man, right-wing radio guy has to come <laughs> out. Because, like, I'm, I'm fine with that. 
But then you get in a situation where there are people who, and maybe it's not just an art major, it could be like, you know, gay Italian theater of the 15th century <laughs> or, uh, you know, very narrow specialized majors. And they rack up $200,000 in student loans. And after four years, they're like, I just don't understand why I can't get a job. Oh, like I, I, I wrote my thesis on 15th century theater and <laughs> nobody will hire me. No, they and, then they, and then they turn around and they look to people like Bernie Sanders to come and wipe out all of their student debt. So that I think there has to be some uh, re- realization that college isn't just four years where you get to have fun and pursue your passions. Straight but. Facts. Yeah, there's going to be like prepare prepare yourself for life, you know, right. like like understand like it seems like that's what you've done. Like you're yeah. going to be able to use your art degree to go out there and and be, you know, make money, be productive, bring value into people's lives and that that's fine. Oh like that's God. that's awesome. That's my what people heart should do. Just warm. Thank you. But, <laughs> but there are a lot of people who aren't. You know, oh, facts, there are a lot no. of, there are a lot of people who are just doing these right. stupid majors that don't make any sense, just wasting their time and maybe their parents are paying for it or they just think, well, you know, somehow I'm going to pay off this $200,000 in student debt it's like yeah are you fucking right. stupid like yeah. what are you doing i see these people all the time with signs that like i have one hundred and sixty three thousand dollars in student debt and i'm like why yeah. Yeah. what did you do that well for? i will say we and i think we need to do like an entire podcast on college at some at some point because it's Bring such a complicated it, system but it. like in short i think that most people are completely underprepared for what it really means to go to college yes. and like the, and take on student debt yeah exactly that's, that's the, the, the whole high school the college everything everything is right. failing. Like, I, I blame the baby boomers I Fuck blame the, the baby Good. boomers Good. for so much I blame much. the baby boomers for pretty much everything they've been blaming millennials for so long yeah. let's fucking blame back them right it. back yeah. Yeah. Well, throw it back at all like, I'm, I'm sorry that we graduated or at least I graduated into an economy that you guys completely wrecked through reckless stock speculation right. and bad mortgage policies like, well, I'm, so, I'm sorry that unemployment was like Nerd. 10% when so I graduated I'm sorry that you sent all of our brothers and friends off to war in Iraq like I'm sorry. Yeah. Keep yeah. keep shitting on us millennials. But like we're we're sorry that we're dying for you. Yeah, exactly. stupid policies. Oh, we're sorry that you're going to be the last generation to cast in on social security, and we're going to be left holding the bags. Like, sorry, oh, we're yeah. sorry we're paying for all of that. Oh yeah, I'm learning so much. So, right I now. know, right? Yeah. Like, no, I, I've got a whole I've got a whole fuck the baby boomers thing. We don't need to <laughs> right. go in with it. All right, we're gonna have a fuck baby boomers day. podcast. We're gonna have a college just podcast. Bad, bad, so bad culture, bad economics. Like, so fucking irresponsible. The baby boomers. Facts. Shout out, not baby boomers. But <laughs> uh, yeah, reverse yeah. Shout what, out. Can, can the baby boomers even figure out how to, how to listen to a podcast? I, I don't think any of them are listening right now. What what generation is that, does that start? What's baby boomers? Uh, or when does it end? I guess. I think it's I think it's the the children of the greatest generation. So it's like uh, people who were born in from maybe like 50, 55 to. 69, 75, That's 55, both of my parents. 55 to 70. Oh, yeah. No, it's all of our, it's all of our parents. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, mom and but. dad. Oh, no, no. I don't, I don't mean my parents. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Just all the other parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone except my parents. It's just Sorry, like, it's just like when, you, when, you, when you use overbroad terms to generalize about whole groups of people to make ridiculous points. Right, of course. You never mean the people who are offended by Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's only like the when, others. That's like when I say all men are trash. I don't really mean I don't all mean men you. Are trash. Exactly. I'm just saying the selective bunch I have in my head are trash. <laughs> Yeah, men are kind of crickets. <laughs> except crickets. the men I know. Good job, men. Shout uh, out, men. Shout <laughs> out, not the men. Shout out, everyone except men. 
So, so you had a you had a date? Oh, oh Kate had a date. No, yeah, I did. Wait, let's okay. save that for for a set. Let's one more question. Then can you talk, yeah. talk about your date? Sure, I'll cool. talk about my date. Do you have, do you have any like closing? Because I do want to just like close the loop on on like no, Steve. See, that, that's it, that's my... the other podcasting tip is like yeah. If somebody tells you something, you can drag that shit right out on. Oh, there. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. As we just witnessed. All right, yeah, so I guess and that closing, just exactly closing, happened. <laughs> closing the loop, which is um, a cliche on. Your career in general, and just like so. Well, geez, I hope from, the loop's not ready to close yet. Oh no, 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 yeah. no, no, no! But Let's the loop, I can retire. I can retire. That's what the fucking boomers did yeah, too. They all retired. You had a good run. How old do you think I am? <laughs> Pop out some uh, babies. Oh, actually, wait, this is good. good. Yeah, we should actually do this with our guests. Get live age guess on the air. How old? I could get a fast. I'm gonna go 28, 29. I'm gonna go. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. I do support that guess. I'm 30. That was pretty close. Cool. Yeah, no, That's you guys are pretty cool. on. And you know That's what? Good. I'm actually not going to lie. I was originally going to th- do 30, but I always go down. You go for down here. That's nice. I respect that. I would have like, been, been so offended. <laughs> if you just said, you, 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 if you said 31. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, can I literally. I'm fucking out of here. It's actually like quick, like minute long story. So one time in uh, literally sixth grade, there was this new girl in my class. I mean, not, I didn't know she was in my class, but she was super short. She ended up being one of my best friends, but she literally came up to my hip, like, and I was like tall but she was like small and I was like oh welcome to the school like what grade are you in like fifth or fourth because I thought she was a fourth grade she goes I'm in your class I was like I sit behind you (laughs) I was like oh my god so that is why I always age down smart because I'm just like I would rather like childhood hit. trauma. Yeah, 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 honestly, PTSD. Yeah, people are gonna be less offended if you underguess than overguess generally. But back to the question. Okay, so what advice do you have for anyone obviously you kind of like some it's not like you like set out and we're like i want to produce a, a popular podcast one day i want to like yeah. work in radio one day but now that you have that experience what do you think helped you get there and what advice would you have for people who are trying to do that yeah i guess this might be like bad advice if there's a career counselor out there listening they may be like oh sure. fuck this kid but don't over plan and be ready to you know, uh, meet an opportunity when it comes. Like, yeah. There's no way that I could have planned on doing a stand-up comedy routine and getting a great job in talk radio. Right. There's no way I could have planned on that, but opportunity knocked on the door, and I was living with my uh, then-girlfriend, at the now-wife at the time, in Portland, Maine, and I was like, hey, are we going to move to Boston or what? And she yeah. was like, all right, let's quit our jobs and move to Boston. And oh, she hell was, yeah. Yeah, and so we just like, said, so you know, said, like, it was like two months later and we were in some crappy apartment in Waltham. And, shout uh, out Waltham? Yeah. Well, we, we shout, struggled. Out, shout out your wife. We str- yeah, yeah no. We, we struggled it out in Waltham for a little while. And uh, so, I mean, be ready. Be ready when uh, opportunity knocks to just say, all right, let's do it. Yeah. Don't, don't overthink stuff. Don't overplan stuff. I mean, I could have had a five-year plan sitting there in Portland, Maine, but what the hell good would it have done me? That's and true. And kind of, kind of the same thing with yeah, like uh, winding up, winding up cool. at Barstool. Yeah. No, yeah. Port- Portland is a cool city. Good restaurants. It's better than Waltham. Serendip- <laughs> serendipitous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I'm it. thinking if you, you just, you just work hard, people recognize it, you know, put the time in, um, you know, form genuine human relations, relationships. Networking. Um, yeah, I don't really think of it as networking. Think of it more. Uh, I mean, networking kind of. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's good. I mean, that's what that's what people say. I mean, that you know, your your network your network is your net worth, that kind of thing. But oh, it, that that ew. that makes it more transactional. I learned that when I was in D.C. Every, every human relationship in D.C. is very transactional. Yeah. But if you just think of people as people and friends that you want to know, yeah. and you're not seeking to like get something from them. I think that helps, and I mean, it is true. The more people you know, the better off you're going to be. That's um, like really good insight. Yeah, just 
make human make relationships. Go. Yes, good <laughs> advice. Um, good so, content. Yeah. So take take the so opportunities. Make relationships. You know, uh, work hard. And you know, don't 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 be afraid to ask for advice and learn. You know, always, wow. be, always be learning and just read some fucking books. You know, I feel so inspired. Oh, right you, now. Uh, you know, you're, 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 at, you're at, I literally started saying that was so inspirational, and then you hit me with the read some books. I was like, mm. no, I'm just saying. You're, you're the next time you're at a party and someone you know is a little lull in the conversation. You, you know, I was reading this interesting fucking book the other day, oh. and they're gonna look at me and be like, I don't fucking read books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna like, be like, bro. Maybe Nerd. maybe it would, maybe it would help more at a networking event. Uh, no, that's true. In a professional setting. If I ever go to a networking So event, I was reading I this interesting book the other day okay, about this caterpillar who was really hungry. Um, and he just kept... <laughs> couldn't find... I was reading this book and there were some monsters and a kid in pajamas. It was so great, guys. <laughs> is that where the wild things are? Yes, good job, Josh. Great book. There it is. I wasn't sure. I Get really... it? Because like you guys have read kids' books? Yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the joke. Right. I know. I was picking... Guys, I, <laughs> why are you looking like I'm the one who ruined that joke? No, I no, no. no. I'm so thinking to the audience. Okay, anyways. Kate, you went on a date. So, new oh. segment. We, we do some some games and segments. We got like a few minutes. Um, do you want to play some game segments? Do you enjoy games and yeah, slash sure. segments? What do, we, what do we have? I think they're called gegments. We haven't really figured Gagments? out what they are. Um, okay, so the first one... Well, the first one is, is more Kate telling a story. But I like this. This new segment is going to be called Kate uh, Adults. So... It's sort of the opposite of the kids, which is a game we play where, because I'm out of the loop, Kate will like explain a trend that the kids are doing to me, and then I'll be like, I don't get it. Um, and so, so this is going to be four like, years older than like me. The, kid, the kids are eye licking. Right? Yeah, I don't what? know that one. Or is that in Japan? <laughs> They're licking each other's eyes. I hope to God that's yeah, in that's Japan. A, that's right. a trend. It's surprise, a surprise the me. kids. They're licking like eyeballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eyeballs. It's, like, it's like if you're it's in like high sex. school. Yeah, okay, you're like, so it's like making eye. out. You're like, ew, <laughs> ew, ew. Oh, yeah, I'm no, people, so are getting, people are getting fucking conjunctivitis. That's like the pictures where you're eating Tide Pods. I was really like, what kind of disease? Do you want this? Oh, okay, we got to do a Tide Pod. Oh, I am so ready. I was never on that. So this one is going to be Kate Adults, which is the opposite, where Kate proudly tells Tells us about something she did that was like Proudly, mature. I'm dead. Uh, right. mature. Well, okay. like, like you know, with towards... underlying immature tones. Sure, of course. Let's go. With so that. go ahead. Okay, so hello, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. I went on a date last night. Woo! First time. Okay, so to, for some context, I haven't been on a date since freshman year of high school. I am now going to be a junior in college, and. The last day I went on was actually my high school ex-boyfriend. We were together two and a half years. Shout out Ben Chavnelli. Hope you're doing well. Live your life, bitch. But then I obviously got sucked into, like, my generation is huge on hookup culture. You know, like, it's a straight fact. No getting around it. It's just known. But I'd like to think of myself as an old soul, but that can adapt. So obviously I'm going to put myself out there and say I did adapt in college, you know, had a little fun, but I was like, you know what? I really hope to God that like I get asked out on a date at some point. Well, guess what, guys? It happened. Oh, through the magic of Tinder. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out Tinder. Shout out Tinder. (laughs) I, I really think this is one of the generational divides because like, I mean, we're, I think the same generation. I'm not that much older than you guys, but. The Tinder thing. That's not a thing for you. Never had Tinder. Never Well, ever had how Tinder long have you been dating phone. your now wife? Since college. So well, there since you go. since two thousand ten. So that that was part of it too. Right. I suppose I suppose had things been different. But I mean I was single in DC for a little while. Never had Bingo. Tinder. Never had Tinder downloaded, so 
Yeah, it's, it's, Honestly, I, I've never had it either, but that's just because I've. There's had it a little shame that comes with it. It's on I don't my think l- anymore. I know a ton of people who have like very long-standing relationships that they met. That on makes me I do as well. Feel- I've, got, oh. I've got a lot of friends. Yeah. A lot of friends that were actually above me in college who met online, whether it's eHarmony or Plenty of Fish, that yeah. are actually married now. So. Yeah. Okay, so let me then. Okay, so with Tinder, I feel like in my specific generation because i'm not i'm not quite a millennial i'm the year below a millennial so i'm kind of in that like phase out section mm. so no you're a millennial no man's okay, land so. yeah, or is it what is it the i generation is that what they're it's calling like it gen, no it's like gen z i'm gen z or something i mean they're all just stupid made up bu- marketing buzzwords but hell yeah. yeah hell yeah that's what i thought too oh my god i feel validated <laughs> so then um a lot of validation so you went here. on a date so i went on a date so basically i'm not gonna lie i pretty much use tinder as like again to validate myself i'm really seeking validation guys aren't but it's we all? more like it's more just for shits and gigs kind of when i'm bored like in the summer because like i'm not on campus i'm not really in like seeing a lot of people so but i started talking to this one kid i'm not gonna say his name because i don't know how it's gonna work out yet but he and i had been like so we started talking on tinder and then we started snapping for like two weeks and he asked me to hang out and snapping I, yeah snapchatting yeah so then like <laughs> they're just snapping at each other <laughs> yeah hey <laughs> but then he i was kind of expecting him to do the whole like ask to hang out just to hook up thing and i was like i don't know if i'm for that blah 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 I believe they call that friends with benefits oh steve oh. with the lingo Look at kids you are go. calling it these days you so hip fly get it okay so then he ended up actually like asking me out he was like do you want to go see a movie or like going to boston or something i was like so this is like a real date, huh? He oh, goes, shit. he was like, well, what, what would it be? I was like, never mind. I was like, for another time. Okay. So I show up, and he like, literally, I'm so fucking nervous because I was like, this is a real date. Like, I'm gonna have to sit in a movie theater with this kid. I hope to God he's not awkward. I hope to God he's not short because I'm tall. I was like, this is gonna not. Hey, deliver. watch it. No judgments. No watch judgments. I, hey, hey, there's nice short men. You can't trust short people. Thank you. I know. Fuck. I'm the short one. <laughs> so just to, like, just kind of like sum it all up. Basically, it was just like really nice. Like we ended up, he brought like literally shots, like little nips. And we literally like took a few. All right. Like, I'm going to take off points for the adulting there. I, that's what I said. With immature, I thought you were going to be like, he brought flowers. No, and like, no, immature. I bought him candy. He bought the tickets though. Okay. That's, that's nice. Yeah, and he was holding doors open for me. He walked me to my car. He didn't like. He was like appropriately feely in a movie theater. No, no, that like gross. Like not like. I see what you mean. I think you worded it poorly, but I see what you mean. Just like I meant like like cuddly and like he was kind of respecting my boundary. And then honestly, like he didn't like do any of the normal douchey things college boys do. And he said goodnight and like we're gonna hang out later like this week. And I was like, oh my god, I just went on a successful first date. That's dope. So guys, Kate fucking Kate adulted. adulted. Wow. There it is. Do you have questions, comments, or cares, or concerns? I'm ready for that. Uh, how do you take it to the next level? Yeah. Is there is there like beyond, I mean, you went from Tinder to Snapchat. Are you going to take, are you going to make this thing IRL? You uh, know? <laughs> you're going <laughs> to. I'm dead. Uh, I can't. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie. I really wasn't expecting it to go even this far. So I really just don't know. This is the part where I see. This is the, this is where there's some real tension in the air. Right? Yeah. Oh. When yeah. do you when are you going to introduce him to your parents? Yeah. When? Damn! I literally. Didn't Why haven't even... I met him yet? 
Oh my god. Do you, have your friends? Have your friends met him yet? Oh what god. do they think of him? Oh my god. Have they yeah, approved? we're engaged. No, we're engaged, guys. Wedding is next Friday. So this, is a, this is a defense mechanism. But I'm yeah. keeping She's it. Trying to shut it's down. Humor. Trying, right. trying right. to shut down the conversation. We got some here. real feelings here that we got to oh, dig through. Right, we'll have to have a later session on. I'll okay. keep you guys. I'll keep you guys updated. All right. So I have one more. I have a, and then I think we'll let Steve go because he is a busy man with things to do. Um, yes. I have a studio stories. Ooh. Okay. So Steve, you can definitely relate to this one. Um, so we work in a recording studio. Anything goes in a recording studio. Not anything, but like y- you're never surprised by much in a recording studio. However, apparently we are now also a hotel on top of a recording <laughs> oh, studio. God, this is so funny. Uh, ho- I don't know. Hotel, I think, is generous. I, w- I might go more with um, flop, ha- flop house. Hostel? Yeah, a squatter's uh, haven, it's so to speak. Um, so yeah, pretty much every. So we do this. Well, they do the podcast f- uh, five mornings a week. I come in for four of them, and then I don't do Wednesdays. Whereas Alex, who at some point will appear on this podcast, does the Wednesdays. <laughs> we literally haven't had a single podcast with them yet. That's true. Fuck. <laughs> we'll get them on. Um, and. Last week, so Monday, I come in, I let them in, I help them set up. Basically, I I let them in and press play or press record, and then Steve does everything else. Um, And then I go to like head in the other studio to do some work, and I I, like am not like paying attention, so I'm being very loud. I open the door, I turn the lights on, and there's just a dude in a sleeping bag on the floor. Like, and you know when someone is like sleeping, but it's like they are so yes. sleeping, like just yeah. like sprawled out. Mouth <laughs> at the like like five like, thirty, six thirty area. Yeah, you know, exactly. You're, 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 you're in a dream. You're close to yeah. death. At oh, yeah. that it was like six forty-five in the morning, so I can't blame someone for being asleep. What I could blame them for is being asleep in the particular spot that they were sleeping. I'd never seen this person before in my life, and I was like, okay, whatever, you know, happens. So I leave. They. Like when you left, like they did not get up until like eleven thirty a.m. that morning. The, you know those creative types. Yeah. Oh, slacking. Damn. No. And those and like came creatives. out. And ca- I do think that they were probably working late. Came out, like introduced himself. Couldn't have been nicer. And then Aww. just like went back in the studio awesome. and started waking music. I was like, all right, yeah, it's probably just a friend of Sean's. Sean texted me like that day. Was like, oh, by the way, uh, yeah, like <laughs> mm-hmm. one of our friends is staying there. I was like, tight. Um, You're like, great. The thanks, next but- morning, I come in. Same guy asleep on the floor, but now there's a different guy also sleeping on the floor. So his his group has grown. There are two of them now. I also like you know there, there's a different guy uh, went on a Wednesday when you weren't and here then, sleeping on this couch right here. You are you serious? You yeah, like an older guy that I think he's a contractor who works. T-Roy. Wait, yeah. was it? No way. Wait, that makes the yeah. story even better. I, I, I walked I walked right in and there's, there's this old guy Wait. with a beard was just wakes up looks at me and he's like oh. Hey, and gets That's up and exactly walks out. Roy. That's really, but you know what's even funnier? Like a, to my left, right now in the studio, hidden behind the table and pill- couch, is a pillow and sleeping bag, literally <laughs> right next to me. Whatever. I mean, it's a, it's I a, am not touching it. So it's a laid back atmosphere here at Red Thirteen. It's a laid back The work always home, gets done. It's yeah. a home away from home. Oh, this is so awkward. Intern duty. Intern duties. Kate's gonna go get the doorbell. I think that's a good place to stop. Uh, oh, Kate, say bye. Say goodbye, Kate. Bye, everybody. Kate says bye. Steve, thank you for coming on. Hey, thank been you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Go check it. out the Kirk Manahan Show um, if you haven't yeah, already. Yeah, barstoolsports.com. You can find Kirk Manahan Show in the Apple Store. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is Always there like an Instagram, anything like that? Yep, for there's it? Instagram. You can follow them at Kirk Min Show and on Twitter at Kirk Min Show. If there's any baby boomers out there who aren't already offended by me, they can find us on Facebook. Yeah. And like boomer property. Tweet at, tweet but, at yeah, Steve. Everywhere. Listen to the Kirk Minahan Show. It's great. Go listen to it. Check Shout out Steve. Out. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Thank, thank you, guys. Figure it.
die.